Welcome to Solo Travel with Darren. This is episode number 31. I want to thank you again for listening. And today I'm going to be talking about St. Petersburg, Russia. And I'm not sure I've talked about St. Petersburg yet, but um, it's a pretty cool city. I have a little mixed feelings about the city that I'll get into a little bit later, but um, it is definitely a city that everybody should check out. Um, Before I get into it, though, I just want to let you know that I did get a new email um, for this solo travel content. And the email is at darren at solomailtravel.com. That's going to be a platform that I'm going to be putting all my social, I mean, my all my solo travel advice on. Um, so if you want to, ha- if you have any questions or if you want to make any comments or anything like that, um, email me at that email address. And then as always, please subscribe to this podcast too, because that really helps in the rankings and all that to get more um, people getting the information on solo mail travel. But anyway, so uh, let's get into it. Let me talk about so uh, St. Petersburg. So when we get done with the COVID-19 um, restrictions and all that, one of the trips that you can take is to Russia. The number one tip that I have for St. Petersburg, Russia is the Ru- St. Petersburg is the place, and I'm not sure it's the only place, but I think it is the place where you can go to Russia for 72 hours without getting a visa. And and that's key because going to Russia as an American, you have to get a visa. And the visa process is not easy. And it, it basically takes about 30 days to get your visa. You have to send out your passport. It costs about $300 total. Um, and so it's a big ordeal to get a visa to travel to Russia as an American. But if you go to St. Petersburg on a cruise, and a cruise from, I think, Helsinki, Finland is where the cruises go from. If you go on a cruise and you have a hotel um, in St. Petersburg, then you can stay there for 72 hours without getting a visa. So if anybody wants to go to Russia, say you've been to Russia and all that, and you want to do it without the hassle of a visa, um, St. Petersburg is a city that you go to. And it's well worth it, like I said, if you want to go to Russia. I talked about how hard it is to get a visa back in episode number three, I think, of this podcast. And um, so you can go listen to that if you want to see what I had to go through to get my visa. But but that was that. But, and with that said, though, when I went to St. Petersburg a couple of years ago, I did not go that way because I was staying in Russia for, I think, 10 days. So I had to get the visa. But I did go into Russia by train. I went from Tallinn, Estonia to St. Petersburg. And I think I talked about that crossing the border ordeal ordeal um, back in episode number five, I think it was. But anyway, so once you get into, let me talk about what the city is like. Once you get into St. Petersburg, um, you have like, as an American anyway, you have this like easy, relaxed feel to it. The best way to describe it is California. I mean, it feels like Santa Monica kind of, just the feel of it. It doesn't look like it at all, but it just feels easy. It feels, you know, easy, relaxed, maybe even San Diego, if, if, if the more I think about it, uh, of California. But it's a super, super comfortable city, super easy city. 
Um, in fact, it's more it's more like Sweden than it is Russia. I mean, after because I went to Stockholm, I think a year before I went to Russia, and it felt more like one of those northern Scandinavian cities than it did. Um, Russia. And the reason why I say because Russia, because I compared it to Moscow that I went to um, also. So, but it's a real super easy city. It, it feels easy um, if you're an American. Now, with that said, though, um, as a solo guy, if you're there and you're there and you want to meet girls, I guess, when you're traveling, um, my first impression of St. Petersburg was not that good. My in my first 24 hours was not that well actually the whole time there was not that good. Um Russia itself is obviously known for good-looking girls and Moscow has the best-looking girls in the world um without a doubt, but St. Petersburg is way behind. And or not way behind, but it's it's behind. And um so so again, when I was in St. Petersburg, that was my first exposure to Russia. So I thought there'd just be supermodels walking around everywhere, um, and there just wasn't, and not in St. Petersburg anyway. So, but anyways, if you're a guy and you want to go there and you want to see where the girls are, um, the Galleria Mall is uh, uh, in there. Um, it's just off of Nevetsky Prospect Street, which is like the main thoroughfare the the main street in um st petersburg um if you ever look into st petersburg if you ever want to stay there also stay on the Vinsky prospect the main street um that's where all the life is and that's where everything is at but the galleria mall is a huge mall over on the i guess at one end of the Nevetsky prospect street and you can see a lot of the good looking russian girls in um that mall also at night, if you just walk up and down the um, Nevensky Process Street, there's a lot of bars, restaurants, and everything like that, and you'll see a lot of girls walking around. Um, but again, nothing, n- n- nothing to blow you away. I mean, nothing um, more than you would see basically in America. To be honest with you, I mean, definitely not Moscow, definitely not Kiev, definitely not um, Zagreb, um, nothing like that. So. But again, that's where they're at. There's a lot of girls. I will say that. There's a lot of girls, a lot of um, girls in the early 20s, I guess, kind of walking around drinking, partying, and all that stuff at night. So um, you definitely get volume. But um, but that's it, though. As a single guy, it's, it's a little disappointing. Uh, again, especially if that's your first time in Russia, where everything you've ever heard of is that there's just pretty girls everywhere. Um, and so not the case. So with that said... Um, if you, I always kind of say that the places with no good looking girls are the places you can go with your wife or your girlfriend, I guess. Um, so St. Petersburg is one of those cities where you, if you go, you're okay to go with your wife or your girlfriend. And it is actually a cool city for that. Um, there's a lot of things to do. There's incredible architecture. There's a lot to look at. Um, it really does the sights and everything to see really do give it it is true that um St. Petersburg is called the Venice of the North and that that's appropriate it, it it's kind of like the art hub of um Russia and it's known for that too so it's very it's very uh, it, it's there's a lot of stuff to see 
Um, and it's always been like that. It's always been known. I think St. Petersburg was a capital for a long time. I think before um, it, Moscow was the capital. And I know St. Petersburg, I think it was called Leningrad um, before, probably before communism, I think, before communism fell back in the 90s, I guess. Um, so before it was Leningrad, now it's St. Petersburg. Um, but it's always been known as the art cultural part of, of Russia. You go down to Moscow for the, to make money. Um, you go to St. Petersburg for the art. Um, but anyway, so with that said, though, there's a lot of things to see. The first, the number one tourist attraction that I thought was probably the best in St. Petersburg is the Hermitage Museum. Um, if you go to St. Petersburg, you have to go to the Hermitage. It's it, it, it's located on the river down there, and you can go in, and it's a big it's a big turquoise-looking building that you probably see in the pictures. Um, it's part of the Winter Palace. I think that's where all the emperors and everybody lived um, up to a certain point in Russia, um, when it, obviously when it was the capital. But it's it's a huge museum, though, with a lot of incredible things to see. I've heard that it takes you 24 hours or 12 hours. I'm not sure what how long it is to go through the whole thing, though. But it's incredibly big, and there's a ton of stuff. But I think somebody told me that it takes 12 hours to see the whole thing if you go in there and look at everything. But it's definitely something to see, definitely something to go into, stroll around. I was in there for about two hours, and it was super cool. There is def- I have um, videos and pictures on my YouTube channel and my um blog darrenstravels.com and my youtube channel darren's travels tips darren's travels tips um but anyways the hermitage is something you definitely should see if you go to st petersburg um the other must see attraction is what's called the church of of savior on spilled blood i think it's called and that's the iconic building that you probably see in any picture of um russia or in st petersburg anyway it kind of looks like st basil's cathedral down in moscow but it's different and so but it's definitely something to see it's beautiful a beautiful church um you can go take pictures you can go inside um like all churches i don't think you can wear shorts in there so keep that in mind um but it's a it's a super cool place um i think i read somewhere that it's a place where alexander the second i think was killed right there and so they built the church as a memorial to him um, I, I think that's what the, the reason, but it's super beautiful though. Um, so again, that's the second thing I would see if I were, if, if, if you go to St. Petersburg, that's super cool. Right. It's right there on the canal too. It's a super cool place to go and take pictures and all that. The third thing is called St. Isaac's Cathedral. And it's kind of like on the other side of the street from the Hermitage. Um, it's a super popular, uh, building, and um, it's 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 cool. So check that out. It, and it's right there too. So you're right in the same area. You can walk to all these places. Um, and that's St. Isaac's Cathedral. The the fourth thing that I would t- recommend doing if you're in St. Petersburg is stay up one night and go to the raising of the bridge at one. I think it's one thirty. I think at one thirty a.m. Um, and I was there in May, I think. So I wasn't there the the um what's it called? The white lights where it never gets dark or it doesn't get super dark, I guess. But at 1:30 at night you can go and watch the bridge and the the actual street 
lifts up for the, I guess for the barges and everything to go under the under the river, uh, under the water, under the bridge uh, on the water. Um, but the bridges, the, the streets open up though. It's incredible, and it, I forgot how long it is, but it's something you definitely have to see the raising of the bridge. Um, and then, and those those four things are basically what I would say that you have to see when you get there. In my opinion, and again, I didn't do a lot of the stuff that you know the regular traveler tra- uh, tourists do. Uh, I didn't take any of the river boat cruises or anything like that. Um, I'm sure there's a ton of things to do out further away on the islands or something like that, but I didn't do any of that stuff. So with that said, though, I kind of got the impression that St. Petersburg was small, I guess. Um, and, and again, I don't know. I don't know how far I didn't take the metros anywhere. I just pretty much stayed um, tied to Novensky Prospect Street. And so I, I don't know. But as far as like the main street, though, you can walk to everything that I mentioned and everything that I that I saw that was that was great. So um, that's my only caveat there. Um, so I think that's it as far as my tip for St. Petersburg. But my number one tip, though, is like I said, if you want to just check out Russia, um, that's the easiest way to go is you just get on a plane, fly to Helsinki, Finland, take the cruise over from Helsinki to um, St. Petersburg, and you can stay for three days for without getting a visa. And um, that's more than worth it, like I said, if you don't want to go around Russia or anything like that, or if you don't want to stay for more than three days. And so... Um, well, I want to, again, I want to thank you for listening. Again, if you have any questions, please send me an email at Darren at solomailtravel.com. Um, that's my new email that I'm kind of collecting, you know, comments and answering questions and all that. So, um, use that email. And like I said earlier, if you would subscribe to this podcast, um, I'm trying to get this out every Thursday and again, with the usual one one or two tips that I didn't really see around before I left, um, before I went on my travels, whatever. So to hopefully help you out again, when we all start traveling again, after this COVID-19 thing, I think I saw that the airlines were picking up again, but again, you can go travel, but you know, when you land somewhere, if everybody's in face mask and the restaurants are only half half, um, capacity, then it's like, why bother in the first place? So anyways, that's my take, but soon it'll be back to normal. So we'll get all back to it and hopefully you can come back to this podcast and get any information that you, that you need. Uh, Once again, thank you for listening and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks.